0: Hello Chronic Thinkers, welcome back to another episode of the Chronic Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo, a.k.a. your friendly neighborhood nerd,
1: and Jake, a.k.a. the Daily Schwab.
0: On today's episode, we're mainly going to be discussing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 as it just released today. We both got a chance to see it. Yeah, so it's at, oh, first of all, Happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you.
1: Yes, may the 4th be with you as well. Goodness. It is very
0: late, but um, we are recording just on the cusp. There's 20 minutes left, but hell oh, yeah.
1: It's all right. It's about to be Revenge of the
0: 5th anyways. Exactly. <laughs> um, but as well as it being Star Wars Day, it is Guardians of the Galaxy 3 Day, um, which is very fitting. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy has been um, the Marvel Universe's answer to Star Wars. Um, Every good franchise has their space bit, and this is theirs. Um, Oh,
1: yeah, definitely their most cosmic property.
0: 100%. Um, Not to mention the fact that ILM gave a good chunk of their hard work into this film, um, it's a beautiful trilogy, as Star Wars is very known for doing. Um, that's their main approach. And so, recently with the shows, um, it was a beautiful movie. I cried so much.
1: Me too. That one really got me. Honestly.
0: Yes. But there's a lot to talk about. Um, first of all. Spoilers, 100%.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch that movie. Please, give James Gunn your money and then come back here and listen to what we have to
0: say about this film. Yeah. Um. I, t- I text you, I was listening to the soundtrack on the way to the theater, and the first song on the soundtrack was an acoustic version of Creep <laughs> by Radiohead, and I knew it was going to be give- a And you had to do with Rocket, and that was just a very depressing opening.
1: When they put the playlist out on Spotify, like, I think it was like a week or two before launch, um, I saw that song first when I clicked on it, and I was like, oh, man. (laughs) Like, it just gave me that, oh, this is getting real.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, this is not going to go well at all.
1: But all things considered, I mean,
0: what a hell of a ride. 100%. 100%. Um, surprisingly, Rocket wasn't in the film. I mean, he he wasn't in the film in the way that I think a lot of people are expecting. Um, but it was still very good. We got a lot of backstory for Rocket. Um, he came back eventually in the end and had his whole action sequence as well and his whole redemption, which is very nice, but um, you know, it, the intro starts off with him and then we kind of get a sense of where the Guardians as a family are. Very dysfunctional, very broken. Um, and fucking Adam Warlock busts in just to, just to cause some mayhem. His introduction is my favorite part, honestly. That's The song that they chose is one of my favorite songs of all time, Crazy on You by Heart.
1: Yeah, bro. He was he was good in the movie. Just in general, like his intro. Yeah, like that went hard. I wasn't expecting him to hop in that quick.
0: Me neither. Yeah, it was very quick. I saw him bust through nowhere, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like
2: this we're getting happening. into it. Like, bye.
0: yeah, one hundred percent. His he was like the catalyst for the film. Really, they were just kind of chilling for the most part. But his his assault at a very vulnerable time for the guardians uh kick started this whole adventure of them needing to save rocket um, cuz he he deals some fucking devastating blows that man's powerful as hell
1: yeah and he can take a fucking hit too as we saw through the movie like, he, I mean, he might get reminds... knocked down but he fucking he's impervious
0: yeah um he very much reminds me of the Eternals, as well as Vision, more so, but they—they're all kind of the same to me. They're all like, like androids, living sentient species, um, and their powers look very similar. They all have that same like yellow solar energy.
1: Yeah, it's got that same kind of yeah, like some kind of power essence of something. Some gotta be like drained from something, or it even. Could even be powered from like those those harbulary batteries. <laughs>
0: harbulary batteries. Um, I'm interested. They, they kept calling him the warlock still which I mean the high evolutionary it's revealed in this film that he is um, also the creator of the sovereign which I think was very interesting. A nice little tie in together of fate the force wield it all.
1: Like I always it's said, exactly that they're literally it. just a cosmetic, like, experiment. They're not even, like, <laughs> they're just all, like, these, like, pretty boy, like, fools, pretty um, much.
0: But he, uh, sorry, not him. Uh, Gamora mentions how corners of the universe and of cer- certain parts of the universe see the high evolutionary as a god. Um, so it's very interesting to see that the Sovereign... Are one of those people who see them as like their great creator, and then they also seem to have some kind of mythology as they seem to have, like, it's not really touched upon, but it seems like maybe like a prophecy or something, the way they're talking about the warlock, quote unquote. Like,
1: right, like the one and all like, that's supposed to, maybe that's like a promise he made is that they'll have like the one great soldier or whatever you want to call him.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm very interested to see. Him and the MCU going forward, um, just to see what the warlock is all about, what his powers kind of come from. Um, he does still have that diamond on his forehead from the comics, which originally was the soul stone, no?
1: Yeah, I do believe it was They, the switch, soul stone. they
0: switched that. Well, they put the soul stone on Vormir, but they put the mind stone in Vision, so they kind of switched that a little bit, but he still had it in the film so I'm interested to see what that's gonna be about yeah
1: I'm curious to see how it because I mean they even said that he was taken out of the um freaking
0: he's a preemie. yeah
1: <laughs> he was taken out too soon so he had to stay in the microwave and keep cooking for a little longer but um no I, I want to see if there's any way for him to like I mean I know he'll grow just over the years of being active but if there is any way he kind of increases his power anyways yeah, certainly. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. I I really I really liked uh, Will Poulter's portrayal. He like he actually did a really good job. His voice. I don't know. Some scenes it really made me laugh. Like other scenes, I was like, "Damn, I'm really like in tune with this character." But I just overall enjoyed
2: him.
0: Yeah, um, me and my wife were talking about. It seemed it, it seemed very natural for him. Um, it wasn't very forced at all, which sometimes especially with either like these one-off characters or people just starting off. Sometimes it can kind of seem a little forced, but he seemed very casual and nuanced in the role. Um, I'm very happy that, you know, jumping ahead a little bit that he is now part of the new guardians team. That's going to be fucking sick.
1: I'm, I'm excited for that, that new formation. We'll talk about the full extent of that. But just the fact... I, I had a feeling it would be a like possibility, but I didn't know if it was for sure. But I'm glad it is. Um, yeah. But going back, though... So, yeah, he sets up the Guardians on this entire adventure through the movie of getting to the High Evolutionary. And it's because Rocket has that device attached to his heart that literally yeah. is basically a kill switch. And it's like pretty much like a slow death kind of sense. So just him being on life support and then going through these flashbacks through the movie, that was really good storytelling. And like they cut it just perfectly to where there'd be enough action. And then you'd hop back to that and it's just like, you'd get heartbreak and then back to action.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 100%. Um, God, it just, it just made me hate the high evolutionary, every single bit that we saw of the past. Yeah, all the different creatures that he made—it was just very sad. Especially like a uh, floor. Oh god,
1: that was yeah. That floor was yeah. Like you, like the voice, even like with the muffled sound with the metal mask on him, like he could just oof, just kind of gave me chills.
0: I mean, the whole um group eighty nine was very tragic. Floor, um, Lila herself was very sad. The fact that she didn't make it, um, and.
1: Um, toofs, teeths yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh teeths with his wheels yeah no.
0: oh, his I know. his wheels made me so sad I, little, didn't, I didn't i
1: little... didn't think they were gonna freaking die like what
2: the fuck
0: <laughs> me neither i thought they were gonna reunite at some point i mean it looks like they will which is very nice um kind of jumping forward i guess throughout these flashbacks um at one point it does look like rocket isn't gonna make it which I really thought he wasn't going to. Damn it. Um, but he, um, in that time where it looks like he's not going to make it, he does get to see Lila and his friends, the rest of Group 89, in a form of an afterlife, which I really love because, like I said, the afterlife and the gods are slowly being woven in through all of Marvel properties, and it's going to be important later on. But and Moon Knight confirming
1: a... that there's all different ones and yeah,
0: like, exactly planes and shit. <laughs> they're all they're all on like different planes of existence so it's nice to see that they have their own too it looked very much like valhalla but also the harry potter afterlife
1: that's what i was thinking too how it was all white and everything yeah i was getting the same kind of vibes
0: yeah or i guess it's like the harry potter limbo
1: yeah it did kind of feel like a purgatory like a way station to where you need to be
0: going um but That definitely gave me Deadpool 2 vibes as well. I think now that Deadpool is going to enter the MCU and Rockets now going to have a very prominent role as a leader, um, I would love a team up for them too. I think they would bond beautifully.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, especially like the, I'd love to see the on screen, I mean, well, partial on screen (laughs) voice screen uh, between Bradley Cooper and Ryan Reynolds. Like, either way, I'd love to see them just like kind of, go back and forth because i mean they they've had great individual roles anyways and that's one thing that i love so much about this was bradley cooper like he has been such just a powerhouse through all these appearances as rocket and like god i just i I love him as an actor anyways like i've always been watching his
0: stuff but
1: this was just a really good role for him and i'm glad that he's like so down to just
0: be doing this role Mm -hmm. um uh, kind of going back to the flashbacks it hurt me to see like rockets slow like vocal development
1: oh yeah when he's just like like you know don't like like you know like stuff yeah. like that like just Remember like when little... he said
0: like hurts
1: yeah time, I was like, oh my god uh, and like when lila's like just like kind of like rubbing like his head with a little rag i was just like oh my
2: <laughs> this yeah, hurts.
1: That shit sucks. Like um, I was just, down. and then the abuse scenes, like when, like you could tell that High Evolutionary, like he would like have his head, like his hand around he his head, his and, grip like, on him. Yeah, he I'm like, bro it. no, get the
0: fuck away. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. Um, but uh, on their first mission to hit, he- before they even understand who the High Evolutionary is, they go to. They go to that fucking flesh place. They never said it was a butthole, but they never didn't say it wasn't.
1: Like, when they said it's like a like a bio, bio-organic structure, like, I was just thinking immediately of quantumania of the living buildings. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't
0: know. I was like, well, it could be a I'm
1: not gonna lie dude I was laughing my ass off Through that sequence when they were at that station At the Oglecorp freaking station Like that was
0: <laughs> 100% like like, Everything from when they land Yeah <laughs> when, when he was like Why are you even nodding I just made that up <laughs> he was like, well, like, oh, I, I thought, thought you said you something else Yeah <laughs> He was like, he's a moron. He's our moron. He's like, oh, yeah. I you got one of those. those.
2: <laughs>
1: he's like, but you? He's like, I- I've been loving everything you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to jail for that
2: guy. <laughs> like, bro. Oh. Uh
1: And then, um, freaking, what's her name? Uh, his wife, Jennifer Holland. Her scene, bro, I was laughing so hard. She, like, got she gets shot, bro. And she's so. I just like lost my shit in the theater, bro. He said, "Shoot her ass." Oh yeah. I'm just glad that like there's all these people like Danielle Melcher, Danielle Melcher, like from Suicide Squad. Her role in the movie wasn't like super big, but it was just like still cool to have all these, you know, her freaking obviously Jennifer and then Nathan Fillion just coming from the Suicide Squad realm of things and being like, hey, yeah, we'll
0: do these little roles. Um speaking of cameo roles and friends and stuff like that, um, before, actually, before they uh, infiltrate <laughs> that facility, they have to meet up with people who are going to help them, which
1: my fucking are Star-Hawk. all
0: of, yeah, all of the fucking Ravengers, Starhawk, and the uh, rest of the original Guardians roster, because the Guardians that we're seeing in the film are not the original Guardians in the comics. This is like, the second or third iteration, right? Uh, but we cool. see Starhawk and the rest. Uh, the that little robot, she's still Miley Cyrus, right?
1: Nope, it is actually. No. Um, shoot, I just saw a report about it. Really, really famous voice actress. I can't remember her name off the top of my head.
0: That's um, I sad. I want Miley Cyrus in the fucking MCU.
1: <laughs> I was like more happy with who they replaced her with because what's what's her. First? Tara Strong, that's who it was. Miss Minutes, oh, yeah, she did it. Man. So I was like, I'll take it. Whatever, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Miley, and she's charting songs that I've never even heard of before. So I'm just like, okay, I with Miley
0: Cyrus.
1: Oh, I've been to a concert, but oh, cool. I fucking, yeah, I know
0: that was back in high school, but um, <laughs> um but yes, uh, among. Starhawk and the rest of the Ravengers, we see Gamora, which is 2014. Gamora ripped out of Guardians 1, or pre-Guardians 1, through Endgame. Technically, a variant. Yeah, a variant and a fucking incursion should be a fucking prune timeline, a branch timeline, because how does that make sense?
1: Especially if, like, you know... In the sense of Nat sacrificed herself for the stone. Gamora was the sacrifice for the stone. Bruce tried to snap back Nat. And that's, like, why his arm got so fucked up and everything. And um compared to, like, Thanos from the first snap. But, yeah. Like, that was the whole thing. Is like, you can't. It's like uh, Christine in the What If? Doctor Strange episode. Like, it's, yeah, it's a fixed like point in time. Yeah. You yeah. can't change that no matter what. So, I don't know what that does. But then again, though... In What If, we saw the universe where the Watcher takes Widow and brings her into the one where it's just Cap and Captain Marvel because all the other but, Avengers
0: died. But certainly both of these um, actions, you know, Gamora being in this and Nat being in that other universe, thats gonna co- that's definitely going to be part of the shatter of fucking multiverses for sure.
1: I think it'd be the reason why ones intersect, like how we see like on the sacred timeline, and how yeah, some of them just see, go out on their own but other
0: ones like cross. We're gonna see some incursions due to this for sure. I don't believe they're just gonna be like two Earths battling it out in Secret Wars. I think all of these are setting up like it's gonna be a shit ton.
1: Oh, I think there's definitely gonna be like a like, you know, the kind of jumping people were expecting for multiverse of madness. Um, mm-hmm. but I think what'll happen is it's gonna just it's gonna be mainly focused on maybe just a couple or maybe a few, but they'll like feature a bunch of other ones throughout. Yep. But um. But anyways, charting back to our timeline. Um. Just fun to go off on a little tangent here and there. But yes. No. uh, Was the one chick not present though with Starhawk and them that was in the original credit scene? Because wasn't that Michelle Yeoh? No? Or was that someone else? It was
0: Michelle Yeoh.
1: Yeah, and then she's in Shang-Chi. So I'm like, wait, what?
0: Huh. I didn't think of that.
1: Because I didn't see her there when I was watching it. I just saw the dragon dude with the Doctor Strange freaking sorcery abilities
0: like, and shit. I feel like I saw her in the background.
1: Maybe. She, just wasn't, she, just,
0: so. she may have been played by somebody else, and that's why I didn't pay her any mind.
1: That could make sense, especially since it is just for, like, a quick little pop-up scene for the rest of them. freaking Diamond Head and everybody, yeah. but...
0: Yeah, um, fucking Diamondhead is uh, Rosenbaum from fucking Smallville.
1: Oh yeah, huh? That's right. Yeah, I love that. I'm just glad that they featured those characters again because, like, everyone was so surprised when they featured them in the freaking second one, making like that mm-hmm. connection to Yondu, which. Well, <laughs> I just gotta throw it in there.
0: <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna
1: start with Craglin with his arc. Like, he is yeah, a I character. <laughs> he he figured it out and when it when it counted he figured it out and you know what i was laughing my ass off at him and cosmo's little banter through the movie like
2: he's like, been a character uh, that's yeah and
1: then finally like that because she's a good dog like you know like i'm just like hell yeah that's i don't know i just like those little
0: cheeky things especially of being shagla has had a, a a very good arc i think even through all three of the films oh yeah
2: 100
1: percent. he was kind
0: of like a background guy in the first one and then he got more of a forefront um he was actually you know the reason why a lot of the ravengers went back for Yandu and stuff like that
1: right um, he called out to them then, all
0: and yeah, now he now he saw Yandu's Force ghost
1: bro, like, that scene hit hard, because I had no idea whatsoever that was gonna happen, so it was just, mm-hmm. like, damn. And I was
0: like, this is Brent, it can't be, like, old footage, I mean, it could be, but I doubt it.
1: Yeah, no. I like,
0: why wouldn't you just bring him in?
1: I bet Rooker would be down anyways, even if, like, you know, I, I'm guaranteed that was him there on set that day, just popping in real yeah. quick, hey, what up, but, um... um. Yeah, no, that was just, like, a neat little thing, because I always loved his character. He's just a goofball, but also, like, there's a lot of heart to him. Like, after Yandu's death, like, when he's, like, like, cheering and kind of crying at the funeral And 2, I was like,
0: yeah. man, that's, like, where I really was like, damn, Cracklin's the shit. Yeah, 100%. Um, I thought Drex was gonna bite the dust.
1: I did, too. There were so
0: many moments, especially, where, like, I'm just, like, is it is this it (laughs) it's like it's like they saw my fucking my predictions and they're like switch that shit real quick
1: (laughs) 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 yeah
0: motherfuckers i I really thought rocket was gonna die and it looked very like he was gonna die for a second and then they switched it i thought Drax was gonna die and we switched it drax got fucking blown to hell i thought drax was gonna die twice i
1: know dude i was like dad oh, warlock I...
0: was beating the shit out of him oh he
1: fucked him up he fucked him up there um he was getting fucked up at the butthole place like you in know in yeah. like yeah no he was getting just messed up the whole movie even even on counter-earth he was getting tossed around fucking... i really liked the cgi in this movie as well everyone was like saying in earlier reviews that this movie definitely had like it's a good thing that they're starting to take time with all these projects because it definitely shows in this one so far that it's paid off
0: 100 i think uh, i want to say like 95 percent of it held up i saw one scene that i swear to god if i see people nitpick about i'm gonna lose my shit because the whole movie looked beautiful but there was one part where when Adam, Warlock, and Drax were like fucking going at it at first, Drax's face looked a little funky.
1: I know what you mean. No, I know what you mean. When he's got his powers all charged up.
0: Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, that's fine. It could be just some warping, whatever. But if, if people start being like, this is real, fuck up.
1: Yeah, like I.
0: million dollar movie
1: because i saw that like in a tv spot i think it was like a shot of that like where his face like looks all funny from the light shining on it and i was like yeah, i mean but i don't know i, I don't really care it's like the smallest and it's like a half maybe a full second of like a shot so i mean i'm not even going to take away from that cuz the movie itself just phenomenal i mean the writing was really good the humor like fits in where it needs to and it works i mean i don't know and it helps with the heavy themes of the movie itself
0: the emotions as well there's a lot of like layered emotions like these you see like i feel like every single member of the guardians in this movie is at a different level of depression yeah Um, i think they're just exuding it and dealing with it in different ways um like we see I mean, not Gamora, honestly. Gamora's fucking separate, as we can see. She's fucking very happy. Yeah, there's just Um, moments
1: where you can tell she's, like, kind of, like, oh, okay, like, maybe that's kind of how things were or something. Like, she's kind of piecing piecing together what her old life could have
0: been like. Um, But Peter Quill is clearly depressed. He's missing, he's longing, like, a connection that he had. Oh,
1: yeah, freaking drinking himself to death nearly at the beginning of the movie.
0: Rocket is depressed. He has these um, resentments from his past. Uh, Jax is depressed. He just doesn't very... He's not, like, very an emotional guy, but I feel like he had a tough time figuring out where he fit in the group. Um, Nebula, I feel like, was depressed in the way that she was struggling under all of the weight of trying to, like, hold everybody together.
1: Yeah, Nebula shined in this one, honestly.
0: Yeah. Man, and then they did it again to kind of skip ahead also one more time. They fucking it it looked like she was about to become the leader. Mm -hmm. Which is what I predicted and then fucking flipped it. And you were right, Rocket became the fucking leader. But I was like, well here we go. Here we go. And (laughs) she's like, no, I'm gonna stay here. I was like, why are you gonna do that? (laughs) You idiot
1: honestly like the fact they made like a couple like nebula quill jokes in the movie like part of me was like
0: are they gonna do this yeah, <laughs> like that was uh... the thing too yeah like that's why i'm saying like their, their their sadness was very layered like it wasn't just like them sitting in a corner crying all the time like they were still cracking their jokes but people who crack jokes still feel sadness and they were showing like this kind of confusion like Peter thought that maybe he had some feelings for Nebula. I think at times Nebula even feel like maybe she had something with Quill too. But I think she was also just very confused, just in that sad state that they're all in.
1: Yeah. Plus, you get to see that like she really does have like a deep connection to Rocket, having been only with him for five years after the snap. So I mean, you can definitely tell mm-hmm. that a bond was formed in that time between them.
0: Oh man. Jumping back really quick to the fucking Adam Warlock fight. Speaking of (laughs) nebulous connections, her fucking tech is 100% Stark inspired. Has to be. (laughs) Those fucking like blaster wings that she had that like protruded from the side that looked a lot like his nanotech armor and then just like her nanotech arm in general. Like that was all 100% Stark homage.
1: Well, and the fact Rocket did all that for arm at least i'm assuming he did like the like the jetpack thing or whatever as well because like obviously like as we know like it's stated multiple times like he was designed to be an inventor and like come up with like creations like no other you know like that no one can and solve problems no one can like so i feel like that's him like taking what he was experiencing in the time he was away from the guardians and applying it to this team now for their tech which is really sick. Because, I mean, even, like, you know, you got Quill mentioning, like, the events of, like, Infinity War and Endgame and everything, which was, like, cool. It's just nice that they did a really cohesive way of touching back on what the fuck just happened before this current appearance. Because, obviously, we just had the holiday special and then their cameo on Thor. But, like, aside for the holiday special, you can't really count the Thor cameo. That was just a quick little thing. Um, uh, back
0: into the plot. Jax almost gets fucking capped. They find the species file for Rocket. However, it doesn't. There's like a file missing. That creepy chubby dude fucking deleted. Um, So then they have to head straight to the high evolutionary. Um, That's when Rocket becomes very critical. He's almost fucking dead.
1: He's getting that like fluid in his lungs or whatever.
0: Yeah, it looked very sad. It hurt my heart.
1: It was really yeah, it was rough to watch some of the scenes. Like I mean it was it wasn't like too hard to where I had to like look away, but I was just like, damn. Like they're I'm glad that they or that at least, you know, the studio let like, Gunn just do
0: his thing and make the movie he wanted to make. Yeah. Um they tracked down the high evolutionary to counter earth then um, the comics counter-Earth are like, the high evolutionary is a human, and his name is Herbert Wyndham. They don't really go into too much of his backstory into this movie. Um, they don't even really give him a name, I don't believe.
1: And he says he visited the planet, so that makes me think yeah, he was he already did, an alien. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that's the thing. I, I was going to say, He just he just visited the planet, so he's clearly not human, but he looks very human, but at the same time, we'll talk about it soon. That motherfucker clearly can withstand a little more than a human can.
2: He
1: can, but as we know, he's also a biological <laughs> organism, true. as we've seen so in depth. But um, get to that too. But yeah, no, I I was definitely very surprised because isn't in the comics? Isn't Counter Earth on the other end of the sun? Isn't that how they placed mm-hmm. it? Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. It's on the opposite yeah, it's end higher. of orbit, yeah. So, I mean, that's that. I think that was something that they could have done, but at the same time, with the technology in the MCU now, like that the heroes on Earth have, they would have just oh, what the fuck is that? You see that? Look yeah. at that. <laughs> um,
0: when they get there, we get a little more. I don't know, throughout, throughout the flashbacks, we see a lot of like how nasty uh, the high evolutionary is. Like, we keep. Like, we kept saying, like, the the creations that he made were disgusting. And um, the way, like, he, he was very aggressive with Rocket was very uncomfortable to see. But when you get there, we see one more flashback. And that's when we really see, like, how psychotic he is, I guess. Like, he has that, like, mental break that he can't understand.
2: Why is it?
0: Why is it B thirteen? Why, why Rocket Raccoon is so smart, and he's able to figure out what the issue is um, that they're having when creating this new species, the Group ninety, which are the um, inhabitants of Counter Earth, the actual like humanoid animal folks that you know were shown in the trailer. Um, Rocket is able to add a it seems like an infancy in his life. Um, quickly, like, figure it out why they're fucking up. Um, which is really fucked up that he got so mad because that's his whole point. Like, he he's creating these things specifically Rocket to be super fucking minds. Like, that's his whole point, his whole purpose. So when he's fulfilling his purpose, he's fucking lashing out on him. That's very evil it's very rude
1: (laughs) oh 100 percent. because it's literally the thing that he wanted to do like he wanted this like you said he wanted this organism that could be functioning on a higher level something that is what he's trying to accomplish is just upgrading how things are changing how things are and making it whatever version he sees to be apparently the best version possible but i don't know that's like kind of like the whole irony and it is He's like, I think he was literally expecting just to not have those higher organisms in any kind of function. So, like, if it did
0: happen, it's just like, well, fuck you. things <laughs> zap. And then, um, to kind of go further in with that, um, as the Guardians are traveling through Counter-Earth to make it to the High evolutionaries' like, main base, um, they kind of see that Counter Earth isn't the utopia that the high evolutionary had intended it to be. Like it is, there's fucking ghetto, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Like there's fucking, dude, getting some, jumps. some plugs. Yeah, there's like a coke jumps. deal. Yeah, I was like, oh damn, what what they got? Space cocaine. <laughs> they got those. they got them death sticks. <laughs> yeah, that just kind of shows um, how the high evolutionary is just like a sick individual. Like he most likely would have never stopped if he wasn't stopped <clears throat> by the guardians. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and Rocket kind of says that like, you weren't trying to make things perfect. You were just, you hated how things were and you wanted to change them. And that's his whole thing. Like he, he just incinerates things um as we saw with no remorse um so like he's just nasty and twisted in that way where he never would have been satisfied
1: right like even if he got his way it still wouldn't have been enough he'd still be trying to look for a way because even like his like freaking i'm just gonna call it like right-hand freaking officer or whatever technician just like freaking out like you are taking this too far like yeah like like she understands
0: that like that's not like because assuming that those people are also creations of his as well um they see themselves that like he makes all of these creations for a purpose and most likely if he created those people to help him create the perfect utopia and the perfect uci- uh, society and his obsession with rocket is getting in the way of that and that supersedes their fucking right or their whole um, purpose yeah and their full and sentient yeah that's why like... they just fucking
1: they know what's going on they know what this is, what the plan is here. Like, and their lives are on the line, so they have rational responses, which makes sense, which is good. Um, friggin, one thing about the movie is like some of the brutality was actually pretty surprising. Like, when,
0: was,
2: when, Warlock when Adam Warlock, working, back in, that
0: dude? she said, Sh- Show this man we mean business. And he's <laughs> like, What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> just melting the burns to a crisp fucking Indiana Jones style, too.
1: I know. Like, jeez.
0: That was fucking crazy. And then he, he adopts his little pet, too. That was amazing. I love that. He said, that. I will teach him the way of the sovereign.
2: Dude, <laughs> I
1: was losing my shit because I was like, this is the Mandalorian.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> God, um, stay there.
0: But Once the Guardians reach up to the evolutionary, he kind of they eat, they they themselves, you know, kind of point out that his utopia isn't what it's supposed to be. And this sick bastard is like, Yeah, I know. That's why I'm fucking blowing it up. He's like, Oh, yeah, you guys got here like right on time. Yeah, I'm I'm piecing the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah, and then bombs start fucking going off, and I was like, God damn.
1: I this know, dude. Crazy. Like the family that's sitting right outside the freaking window that just gets eviscerated by the explosion. Like there's like
0: a mom and a, like a, it looks like a mom and a daughter or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and kid. just blast, takes them. Like what the fuck? And then speaking of mothers, Adam Warlock watches uh. his mother Aisha get uh-huh. off, which I thought that was very sad too. It was sad, yeah. That shit, fucking... I had
1: a feeling. Like, part of me was like, "Ah, there's got to be a reason. Because if Adam... Like, I knew in my head, Adam Warlock is probably going to team up the Guardians, but how's he going to do that? Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) there's got to be some kind of
0: collateral. I thought he was going to die, too, at that point, which I would have been fine with, also. Just because I thought he served a good purpose for the film as being the catalyst. But, yeah, same. I'm very happy that he's moving forward and he's joining the team um yeah that whole thing was very sad to me um i don't know something about being a parent <laughs> every time a parent dies or something i'm like oh no that poor <laughs> baby he was like, he's a like, fucking a grown-ass man, man. <laughs> yeah. but um uh eventually i want to do like a kind of a deeper dive like i said he he very much reminds me of vision i think it's very interesting um it's gonna be cool to see their paths going forward to see the parallels. Um because he, he he was very young and now he's on this heroic path and he watched his mother pass, which was a big thing. And the vision which was really created with more fatherly figures, um like Ultron and
1: Tony Iron and Man
0: and Banner, yeah, I think he lost two of them he killed one of them if I yep. can um, now that his consciousness is back in white vision um, he's probably going to have to deal with the aftermath of Tony's death as well um, maybe he'll contact Banner but like it's going to be cool to see them to like interact as well
1: yeah because I was getting heavy well I was born yesterday vibes <laughs> like I was yeah, like exactly. okay this is definitely like he's Still, like he's pretty much got like a decent handle on his powers, but obviously as we saw, he doesn't always know how to like limit them and like just put like kind of a like lesser effort into it. But he is definitely a powerhouse. So I mean, he is someone that I could definitely
0: see in the he fight against him, Groot's head,
1: <laughs> bro. Immediately, like, he was not messing around. That's what I like to take intro.
0: off heads he took off the pig's head
1: too dude that was right and he's just freaking carrying it i was like okay shit god damn kids look away (laughs) no i mean no like dude yeah well
0: (sighs) kids look away when they're on the ship that sheep looking blob (sighs) when when mantis is like i didn't scream at you i was screaming at something behind you you look very good I yeah. was like,
1: oh God, the my way it was like, was like jiggling. <laughs>
0: yeah, my, it made my wife depressed. She was like, "Oh," And I was like, oh, God, sick bastard. Um, but we do also see on the ship his, his newest creation, his newest species, obsession, whatever. Um, the next perfect, you know, fucking people. Um, and they're a bunch of little kids. You, are, I want to, what's up with them I wonder um I
1: know the like the main one that like ended up joining up um that one I was like watching a video is I want to say featured in the Captain Marvel comics
0: I was saying that's what I said to my wife her powers look very captain Marvel um, like I want to say way they were glowing and stuff like that um her eye glowed purple which reminded me of um Eternity's love, kid, yeah, eternity and love, um, from Love and Thunder, yeah. but also, you know, they showed the Marvels trailer right before this, um, and Monica Rambeau's eyes were purple like that as well, and like I said, like her her powers look very much like Captain Marvel, so I'm wondering, what's what's going on there?
1: I mean, I wouldn't there, be surprised if there is like a direct
0: or something. I don't know
1: well i mean he does have access to all these different species so i wouldn't be surprised if because i mean well look, well yeah because i mean look at warlock warlock is technically a byproduct of the high evolutionary in a sense yeah. so i mean he, and he's, he's got, got powers
0: species and he's probably got uh he's probably had access to you know certain kinds of that he's isn't supposed to have like maybe he was fondling with the tesseract as well at a right. point in time maybe he was to he was fucking with it or, or any of them the like power
1: stone. stone i mean you know like yeah, yeah like any of these that have been bounced around or anything like that because he is a traveler and he is in his own right a collector in a sense so i mean yeah no he was definitely a very interesting villain i'm glad that they took the approach on him that they did because I mean, obviously he acted the part well, but it's just another thing where James Gunn just really knows how to tell this large story. I mean, because I know it was always his plan to go this route eventually, and I'm glad they got the chance to. Like, it was good to just get that explanation of, you know, Rocket's always been the main character type thing and to get to see that Mm -hmm. and feel that and get to see his story come full circle, but also push forward. Yep.
0: Um, They see that species... Uh, these little kids and they said they're going to save them even though they themselves half of them were trapped half of them escaped it's very confusing confuse each other
2: oh
1: the squid things yeah the harbulary eaters
0: um those
1: guys i thought they were pretty badass i mean that was a freaky scene to be honest but i like how they handled it and i like how that kind of establishes mantis is like damn like (laughs) She is pretty fucking badass. I mean, we got to see her fight, like, quite a bit in this movie as well. And just, you know, see how, like, kind of strong she is in her own sense. But, I don't know. That was a really cool thing. Her being able to, like, kind of communicate with them. And, you know, they're just afraid of what we might do to them. Like, I'm like, damn. (laughs) like That's sad. Just that cycle of abuse kind of constantly shown.
0: That whole scene reminded me of uh, Jabba's palace. Like, the... When when Luke tries to get Han back and then he fucking falls in the pit at the Rancor.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. The way they just dropped him right in there.
0: Yeah, but Luke takes a fucking different approach, fucking blaps that foo in the head.
1: Yeah, that I don't know. I I wasn't sure if they're gonna kill him or not, but they're getting fucked up by him, that's for sure. Like that was another instance where I was like, Is Drax gonna die? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, Oh my god then they reunite and we get What is probably in what is the main MCU? I'm not. I'm just saying that just to put it on the record. The main MCU, the coolest hallway sequence ever.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They got their own MCU hallway fight. It was, eh, it was kind of a one take. I mean, there was, I'm sure, uh, a lot of like cuts and stuff like that. But it was, it was technically like a one take shot kind of.
1: Yeah, where it's just it's the camera's just kind of like spanning around yeah, the whole like room. You get all these looks. Yeah, like it was very, very cool. All the moves everyone was pulling off, like fucking when Nebula gets her head snap back and like her head's just dangling like down behind her, and she's just still kicking ass. I was like
0: holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, or um, I like when Groot was stretching his arms out through the fucking hallway so that Rocket can run across and shoot people. That was pretty sick
1: yeah and then dude rocket looked literally like a comic character on screen like perfectly the way he was jumping around and blasting people and like doing all his flips and all that like it just looked perfect same with quill the way he was spinning around doing all his trick shots and everything and then he was like throwing the freaking shock devices on everybody as they're going through the hall and then he just
0: clicks them all at the perfect time yeah um let's kind of go back real quick um when peter jumped off when quill escaped Um, He took that creepy bastard with him, (laughs) jumped off the building as it was flying into space. Fucking Groot had his own goddamn wings, which was sick, just like Doctor Strange. We're getting a lot of wings, just like Captain America, getting a lot of wings. Um, But he had his own little tree wings. And dude, damn, they just smushed that dude into the the counter-earth.
1: No, literally, oh, into Lord. the dirt. They're, like, they're dragging him along through the dirt, and then he just pushes him into the water, and he's just done. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, it was a very,
0: like, uh, it, 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 it looked like a wartime scene the way that part was filmed. Like, the camera was kind of, like, in the water a little bit. Explosions were going off. You see Quill, like, take out that fucking knife out of the fucking Groot's chest. And he's, he, it reminded me of, like, *Inglorious Basses when they're, like, um, scalping him. Oh, yeah, like, oh yeah, my yeah. god, it's gonna be like a scalping but he just took that thing off of his head.
1: I know, and then like, and... the ship's like crashing towards their way because fucking Gamora can't
0: pilot it, so it's like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> like, oh, Gotta yeah. get this out of here. <laughs> um, but with that little piece and that creepy dude's head they were able to bring Rocket back. Um, that's when we get that scene of him seeing his friends group 89 in the limbo world you want to cry to see um, what was it Teef's? Yeah, Teef's wheeling around. To see him wheeling around his little fin, waving, waving. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Dude, That's I, made yeah. me cry the most. Oh, that. Um, going forward, I know that Rocket is dealing with his past, like he pretty much like dealt with his past in this film, but like I don't know that was that scene that like it was clear that maybe the guardians were a little happier than rocket was when they brought him back um it was like it, i'm sure rocket was happy to and Coil and but he accepted it at the same ready, time he like was ready he's to already die like, he was like, like, no I won't, i was almost with them my family but yeah I'm sure he'll
1: reunite with them one day. Like you um, said, total Deadpool moment, just with like the like, but it's not your time yet. I'm like, yeah,
0: damn, guys, like, right. yeah.
1: like that whole scene. It already started breaking me from the moment when like his heart was like stopping and Quill's like pounding on his chest and he's like freaking. I'm like, oh my god, this is it. This is the the trailer shot that I'm. Oh god. Yeah,
0: for a second, I almost thought. um, Peter Quill was gonna be able to bring back a little bit of the light, the celestial light. And I thought maybe that's how bring Rocket back. But really. he just punched him. <laughs>
1: he punched him really freaking hard in the chest. Yeah,
0: which technically, but, um, technically in real life, when you do that, you will most likely crack your person's ribs. So
1: yeah, don't break the old sternum, kids. But um. Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't know, that that whole scene was really well shot, and then Gamora, like, you can see the emotion coming out of her, because she's seeing, like, who Quill really is, like, that he's this guy that doesn't give up on his friends, he's, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's one thing I like, too, is, you know, as much of this being Rockets movie, obviously, we were first introduced to Peter Quill in the very first movie. So like he, at the same time is like a co main character of this movie. And I loved his whole bit and all of this Chris Pratt. is just, God, he was
0: perfect for this role. So perfect. Yeah. He definitely, um, cause his portrayal of star Lord is a little bit different than, um, the star Lord in the comics. Um, that guy's a little more gruffy, I would say. Um, kind of a dickhead oh yeah dickhead. No, like literally a dick yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like not like not like a couple of a-holes like these mm-hmm. guys like he's just a fucking no good guy <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah i really like what um chris pratt brought to the character uh, is okay Speaking Gave more of, into that in a second.
1: Speaking of a holes, bro, it just reminded me. I was laughing so hard when I was like, "Oh, are we getting mad again?" Man, just
0: or like I was being oh,
1: like, yeah. an asshole. Like I was like,
0: "Damn, <laughs> holy shit!" They're just... I just love that. And the first, that. the first, the first f bomb. Open the fucking door. I, I love it. <laughs> we just it love saying so Marvel cute. mature.
1: I know, and especially because it's like they know the first movie came out almost ten years ago. Now it'll be ten years next year, so it's like, come on, we've gotta we've gotta level up with the audience.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's how you get the good reviews and you get more money at the box office. Yeah, but no, I um, I don't know. I was just a big fan of you know, like then Adam Warlock comes into the hangar like after they've all regrouped and whatnot after Rocket's successful freaking safety like after they got the encryption code and everything and it all worked warlock tries to come in one more time gets blown to fuck all
2: <laughs>
0: <Yep>. trucking jackass <laughs> yeah. and then he tries to come in again later on and he just, and he just fucking out.
1: made me think of grogu when he sees the force too much
0: yeah he just need, he needs to recharge his arbitrary batteries
1: so I'm telling you, bro, he doesn't have a heart. It's just a harbulary battery.
0: <laughs> yeah, most likely. But, um, but they they start to save the little babies, the little kids. Drax is
1: fluent in their language, which was mm-hmm. fucking, that was a sweet moment. Honestly, I was glad that he wasn't just a joke the entire time.
0: Exactly. He was able to find his place. He's a, he's like. and I mean, he's a papa. He, yeah, exactly. He's like he's a comfort. Like he is a joke, but that's like like it's a it's a strong comfort, which like I think that's what most fathers are, especially to like little girls, which that whole fucking scene with Drax. This whole movie hit home for me at a special time, but yeah, Drax when they told him he's not a destroyer, he's a fucking
1: yeah, you're not a meant to be a destroyer. You're meant to be a dad. I was like, damn, <laughs> like that yeah. just, like that just really made me get like teary again. I was like, goddamn that movie.
0: Like, oh my god.
1: <laughs> Especially um, if like, if they were gonna pull him away right at that
0: little end bit there, I was like, please. Yeah, um, but Rocket goes off to save his fellow raccoons, which it finally is confirmed in this movie that he is a raccoon from Earth. Which because is crazy. In the comics, Yeah, in the comics, he isn't a raccoon. He is just an alien species that happens to look similar. like Earth raccoons. Yeah. And then obviously he's tested on as well.
1: Right. Um, yeah. But, to give it like higher functionality and whatnot.
0: Yeah. In this film, yeah, um, he is a raccoon, which is nice. He's able to embrace his name as Rocket Raccoon, which is very sick because now they have their fucking comic accurate suits so now he's got his comic accurate name very cool um but as he goes to save his little rocket babies fucking high evolutionary psycho ass busts in and starts slamming him around and at first he thinks he's got the drop on him but we see rocket use these fucking anti-gravity boots that we saw him working on like, literally in the beginning of the fucking film.
1: Checking to see how they do on slopes. <laughs>
0: he fucking just starts beating his ass. Again.
1: Dude, that flashback, when he originally beats his ass during the escape, like, I knew that he was going to, that that's why you can tell that his <laughs> face is a paste on. I mean, yeah.
0: Once once you kind of saw, like, the buildup for his attack, I was like, oh, 100%, that's why his face is fucked up. Uh, which I theorize that, um, he was wearing a fake face because in the comics he is an android, right?
1: Yeah, because he's just a like more of a scarlet color or kind of yeah. like, yeah, and then like silver.
0: Mm-hmm. So, my theory was that he was going to reveal his face to be an android face. Um, Rocka Raccoon fucking attacked him. The guardians come in, start whooping on his ass, and his they face, were all getting their licks <laughs> 100%. Um, they fucking stab his ass. Gamora shanks him, prison style.
1: Yeah, dude, that was gnarly. I was like, fuck fucking, "Okay,
0: this is she doggy. shanked them red wedding style, fucking the lancers and
1: their guards." That kind of one where it takes the air out of you. Where <laughs>
2: yeah, was like, we, we
0: his his little face mask starts to peel, and I was like, "Oh, here we go."
1: Yeah, and like where of... you just see it hanging off. Like Ew. I was
0: like, one of my theories is right, and it was half right. They pulled off his face, and oh my god! I can't believe they showed that. The what rating is this movie? PG-13,
1: bro. They're
0: pushing.
1: They're pushing to hard
0: R. Huh? Like They're that's pushing for shit, this but... fucking rating 13 because his face is worse than Harvey Dent's two face and The Dark Knight, which is pretty tough to see. It's. I would say a little worse than fucking Gustavo Fring's face from Breaking Bad. It's the no
1: nose for me. That shit always gives me the heebie jeebies when I don't see any cartilage whatsoever.
0: It's, it's the little... fucking one third of a lip for me. Yeah, the one
1: third of a lip,
0: yeah, Or you can like the see like a cap lip.
2: and
1: everything. Yeah. And then he's got like just like no eyelid around one of his eyes. Like
0: it, It's very uh, Red Skull esque,
1: like literal Red Skull. <laughs> yeah. um no like and that's like you were saying about him being an android i thought he was my theory in my like that i was kind of thinking was like he was upgrading himself because in the preview you can see that he has more of a normal looking face so i was like okay maybe he wants to dude and then he upgrades himself to be like this perfect person in a sense which is literally just an android but i mean in a way he kind of like obviously modded himself
0: yeah yeah he did give him some mods um I hope, I mean, I, I do um, really applaud this movie and enjoy it and the whole franchise as a whole for being pretty self-contained. Um, the Guardians do venture out into other things, like we talked, like we said, they're in Thor. Um, they made their, they had their contributions in Infinity War and Endgame. But as far as their movies go, they don't really do too much to try to be like, oh, we're setting this up for the future, you know, too much.
1: Yeah, one was the most, I feel like, having Thanos directly in there.
0: Yeah. Um, but it, it does kind of pain me that we don't, there are these things about the high evolutionary that we may never know. Um, like, his suit had that, like, his upgrades were had that purple energy and he said that even the gravity like bent to his will. Like, what the fuck was that? Right? Like, how did that, he like, do that? Power stone technology or some shit, or space stone technology, or
1: yeah, like, what's the source that he got this power from where he can literally manipulate things that are unmanipulatable?
0: And soon we're gonna have to do a whole fucking hierarchy tier of the gods because clearly he's some kind of a god, but when he saw the celestial head nowhere. He referred to it as a god as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Which so, was pretty badass. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. That I whole scene he... was amazing. When, like, they're, like, lining everything up and everything. Like, when holy the shit. the fucking
0: head just appeared out of the fucking hex point, I wasn't expecting it. I was like, oh, I cool. thought it was, like,
1: the really big Ravager ship from 2. I was like, oh, sick. That gets a comeback. But I was like, oh, it's the whole fucking base. Me
0: too. And then they're like, fuck Second barrel, third barrel, and I'm like, fourth I'm barrel.
2: So I was like, seven. "Damn!" Just go seven.
1: God, yeah. Like that was—I—that I, was the moment I thought they were actually going to kill Nebula when she's all plugged into
0: the high evolutionary yeah. ship. I was like, "No, don't yeah. tell me." Don't do this. Um, but fuck, they fucked the, up the high evolutionary bad
1: yeah they ruined him just about every one of his fucking people like there were the three like guards they like went by where it was like you can either take me or you can like get a chance to get out of here like you know (laughs)
2: yeah
1: but i don't know then they were like getting the evacuation plan underway and like you said rocket went back saved the animals he continued to say no we got to save them all so they went back and got all the animals and got like a Evan Almighty kind of scene. Yeah. I
2: was
1: 100%. I was
0: like, it's like Noah's Ark or something.
1: Right? That's what I was thinking. Especially like, it was like an evil version of Noah's Ark when they first go in there and you see all the kids in the cages and shit. I was like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) Like two of every species, I guess. But no, I,
0: uh,
1: I don't know. I really liked how they handled that whole scene. And then Quill... Again, just can't let go of that See A-track.
0: what I, said, man? I, thought, I said, I that thought Rocket it was him was right gonna there. Die. No. I, said that, that, I said that Star-Lord was going to die. Star-Lord should have fucking died. He could have. His face got fucked up.
1: Dude, I thought his head was going to pop. I was like, no, don't do Me this. Me too. I was
0: literally like, oh my god, this is, no, this is bad. Well, like, then I, I was just like getting doing this.
1: I was getting two flashbacks of Yondu. I was like, no, no, you can't. Not again. Don't do that.
0: I don't like this. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, like father, like son. No, literally. <laughs> I loved it. It was very clever, though, like the way they did it. He was making his way there, and then he just got stopped by Debris. I was like, oh, yeah, that'll do ya."
1: Yeah, the simplest thing, and literally. literally.
0: With Debris, and then Groot trying to save him. And, it's and then like, his, like yeah, right? this
1: freaking twig's breaking off, and then Adam Warlock yeah, comes sorry, in for the
0: day. Sorry, Zack Snyder. Yeah, MCU got its own Michelangelo homage, which I'm just going to say ours is a little better.
2: <laughs>
0: in my opinion, I like this one. I mean, just because I feel like the um, Michelangelo homage and Zack Snyder's just like, is a little, like it's more homage type, like it's not like smack in your face. Right, yeah. No, the way the see. camera pans around Wonder Woman and then it goes down to Flash, whereas this one they like straight up like shoved the fingers touching and shit.
1: Yeah, which was definitely really cool. I was like, okay, like they like got a lot of really good shots overall. But that was a nice one where I was like, damn, okay, I see what you did there, Gun. Smart it. man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I knew Warlock was gonna like come in in some way, and that was a cool way to do it because then I don't know, then it's like a good way for him to get validation to be on the team. It's like, ah, oh, you just literally fucking saved like one of our best buds. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um, and then we get the whole, the whole fucking re- retired fucking scene where everybody throws in the hat. Um, Peter that retires. That sucked. But he went to go live with his grandpapa,
1: man. Which, that was needed. Which,
0: which is i mean confusing because i saw that's um i saw that chris pratt said that he's willing to return if it's right so he it doesn't sound like he's eager to like i'm in the fucking next one you know
1: the way um, i see those kinds of responses is like I don't know, especially because like the movie did, like today's like now the public launch day. I feel like he didn't want to outright give away the little subtitle we saw at the very, very end. Yeah.
0: And that's what I'm saying. Like that subtitle, That what did it say? Like the legendary, legendary Star Lord will return. Like, well done, motherfucker. Just tell her, just tell us.
1: Well, my whole thing is Peter Quill is a pretty important player in the 2015 Secret Wars. So my guess is wherever he ends up, he for sure will be there.
2: Um,
1: Rocket's like dead in like him and Gamora's arms, like at the beginning of Secret Wars in that version.
2: I see.
0: Um, I mean, I don't mind that he's on earth at all. Um, Cause like I said, that's the only thing that's confusing me about the whole thing is just the behind the scenes quote. But seeing that he's going to return, and obviously he's on Earth, there's so many Earth players right now. So,
1: well, and it would make sense if there is an incursion, you got freaking two worlds colliding, and he's already there
0: fighting yeah, so, whatever
1: universe is coming at him.
0: Yeah, it just leaves the door wide open for whatever project he, he can literally jump into any project next doesn't have to be a a space project because there's not that many um
1: it was rumored a long time ago like when three like hadn't even really fully entered production yet when there were like early day plot leaks kind of popping out that even back then people were saying that uh star lord will retire in the film but it was like rumored and said that he would feature in whatever the plan nova project was
0: Ooh, okay oh hell yeah easy
1: so i don't know if that's still a thing but that could be like something else for him to pop up in in the meantime before we get to our big culmination
0: that'd be cool yeah, even I just, wonder man
1: yeah i i could see it i mean he loves actors so much why not
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean it'd be kind of a fun little cheeky nod too because it's literally just an actor playing an actor
0: yeah
1: <laughs> you know and it's um, just
0: so but... he retires um his sister mantis retires she goes off she does the aria start thing she goes west of westeros to find herself
1: yep she wants to be her own person she doesn't want to just be doing what everyone else is doing she's not a follower anymore mm-hmm. and she's
0: going with her her new three followers
1: her babies <laughs>
0: Cargillary babies
1: <laughs> she's uh-huh. going to the sovereign to eat the rest of the batteries <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. But um, yeah, and then Drax retired to become pretty much like pretty much like a father figure for like all these new children, kind of help guide all these kids and kind of show them like a better way of life.
0: Yeah, Nebula almost fucking
2: bitch almost became
0: <laughs> almost became the Guardians' temporary member, but she decided to bitch out.
1: They should have given her the blonde hair.
0: Yeah, now she's gonna. I mean, she might get it
1: maybe if we even see her again
0: i'm sure we will um uh, retreated back with her um fellow ravengers which i thought was very nice because it kind of shows that you know as we saw throughout this movie um she kind of started to maybe not feel the same exact way for kobe there was some type of level of affection starting to build especially towards the rest of the Guardians as well. Um, like you said, Rocket, when he came back. Um, and then when we see her go back to the other original Guardians, the Ravagers, um, she's very, very happy. And um, it's not the same as how Quill said originally at all, where he said, like, those are just Ravengers, and we are like your family, the people who care about you. Um, we saw them like very happy to see her, and they said like welcome home and she had a giant smile on her face so it's nice to see that like maybe it is like a a variation a variant um and she's going down a different path but it's otherwise the same path like she's still at home with her own version of the guardians which i think is very sweet
1: i do too i i didn't think that her and quill were gonna get back together um They just they were kind of touching at it a little too much, and I was like, I get it, you're paying homage to the original one, like with some of these shots, like which was really nice, I love that very much. Um, but I'm really glad they chose to go the way they did because, like you said, then it gives her her own purpose and this new second chance at life, in a sense. Um, and then Quill going off, you know, like we were talking about, going reuniting with his actual family would go on to see his grandpa which i don't know i really like that scene that was a really good one Mm -hmm. um that was really nice and then the credit scene of him eating the cereal what do you want to watch a 45
0: year old man yeah so is that would that be like his is that his biological grandmother is what they're saying or is that like his
1: step I, I don't think that's his grandma because the, the way he like when she answered the door he's like oh I'm sorry I think I'm at the wrong house like I, like he was like oh I don't even know who the fuck you are <laughs> okay so, so do you think that's like a step grandmother I'm thinking so yeah it was probably sometime after like you know Quill's mom had passed and like his grandfather probably I don't know who knows what happened then or if oh,
0: you know God. if the mom
1: passed away too from grief or something you know that's that can be a
0: thing that happens Love black love here. Um fuck yeah, Papa Quail.
1: I mean, hell yeah, dude. It's my end game. But no, <laughs> uh
2: <laughs>
1: But yeah, no, I I was glad they did that. I wasn't sure if he was ever gonna go back and the fact they were like already mentioning it about him going back there like earlier mm-hmm. in the film, I was like, Okay, that kinda gave me the idea that he'd end up there if he you know, at the time when I was in the movie, I was like, Is he gonna live? If he does, I'll go see his grandpa. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I very those are the
1: nice. Very wholesome um, end.
0: Um, it's like the
1: dancing, That was, uh, God, that oh, made me tear.
0: When Drag started dancing, as another time I started breaking down and some tears. I was like, oh my God, this boy's dancing for his babies.
1: I know, he's dancing in the nebulas. Like, oh yeah, right. I'm just like, oh
0: man. They yeah, like, we got hey, some more nebula shakes, some nebula shimmies.
1: And then freaking Groot and Rocket like making their way towards each other. I was like, oh man. That's like, love- that
0: just, i would Sad. love to find out that uh james Gunn did the choreography for Groot's dance again
1: i wouldn't be surprised in the slightest honestly I know, he,
0: I know he did the choreography he was just dancing yeah he did like a little rough dance and then they based that on the intro for guardians 2 so i'd hope that's the same case here i can um, see it speaking on Groot <laughs> my wife when we were heading into the theater she was like ah i don't like how Groot looks and i was like because he's like swole she was like yeah and Mm -hmm. i was like well i think it's showing that um like his face and his mannerisms kind of show that he's still not at the same age as he as we saw him in um, guardians one but i think his um, body type is showing that at this point even though he is younger he's still much stronger than he was in Guardians One, bro. Um, freaking kaiju Groot. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Like, he had, he fuck? pulled a lot of tricks out of his out of his wooden hat this time. Um, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, if you don't like fucking swole Groot, you're not gonna like <laughs> King Groot. And she's like, what's well, King Groot? And I was like, well, that's the Groot that everybody's been fucking waiting for. He's massive. And that's why when people kind of see, like, baby Groot or, like, a little kid Groot, they're like, what the fuck? Give us King Groot. Like, Give us the big one. <laughs> well, age this motherfucker up already. Come on, and, dang it. Oh, oh, my God. That credit
1: scene when he's just even bigger, like, bro, he's literally got the crown on his head. He's I'm got like, the far- he
0: looks perfect. I screamed. I was like, yeah, King <laughs> my wife was like, oh, he looks exactly like the picture you showed me. I was like, yeah, that's so sick that we just talked about that. I yeah, loved it. I've got fucking I mean, Adam
1: Warlock in a Guardians yeah, uniform. Yeah, the new
0: Guardians lineup looks beautiful. It's Kraglin, it's King Groot, Rocket as Captain, we got Cosmo, we got Nameless Lady, Juju. I can't remember. They Yeah, they, they did
1: say, like, a name I want to say, but I didn't even... Honestly, remember, I need to go watch the movie I'm again. Sorry. I'm
0: sorry, little girl, that we forgot your name. But
1: because I bet you, you kick thing. ass. You're powerful. I know as you're shit. gonna
0: kick ass. You look very promising.
1: But yeah, um, no, that that was like really cool. Um, freaking Craglin. <laughs> you know, I could probably just take this myself. <laughs> yeah, he's like oh, cocky man. now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and then the song.
2: Very oh, bomb. dude, dude,
0: ah, oh, man, as soon another... as, like, I got one, I
1: was like, man, yeah!" And they're all naming fucking... their favorite songs, gotta go with
0: the man, Garth Brooks, <laughs> like, I oh, know, I fucked with, uh, Adam Warlock's recommendation with King Crimson, I was like,
2: yeah,
1: I know, like, okay, nice, like, especially uh-huh. hearing him say it in the voice, I was like, okay,
0: <laughs> like, fuck it, Adam Warlock, Warlock. dude, <laughs> yeah, freaking his battle tunes, <laughs> And that was another thing is that, kind of going back to the dance, when me and my lady were listening to the soundtrack on the way in, she played the Florence and the Machine song. She was like, whoa, why is this in here? And I was like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, typically the the songs in these films are, like, um, a little, like, past dated. Like, not, I mean, I know that song's not extremely current, but, like, it's kind of a newer song. And then I saw... they. I mean, they made it make sense to me. Like, obviously Quill like the oldies, but it was told to Quill that later on in life, Yandu went back to Earth and got the Zune for him. Mm-hmm. And then it shows the Zune. I love that it just scrolled down and said 2000s. And I was like, oh, sick. Because it just shows like it's a new era. It's not like the oldies style um like far out space that we're gonna get like we're gonna get something a little more slightly modern um take with this new guardians and then like the new s- song and style and sound that we got was very sick um, so yeah when that song appeared at the end i was like oh hey there it is sweet now like it makes sense Kinda yeah at first but and I like
1: how it came full circle with Rocket listening to the Zune at the beginning and like Quill getting all pissed off about it. And then like he ends up giving it to him at the end. So like that's yeah, just Yeah, literally
0: almost killed himself just for that.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. like I, <laughs> that looked pretty cool, right? <laughs> yep. Bro, when fucking Quill was flirting with uh what's her name? Uh was it Uta? <laughs> Ura, yeah, Ura, yeah, I I was laughing. I told you she
0: liked me. <laughs> yeah, she didn't Gamora more, just bust through. She's like, back, We're gonna blow your head off, dude. The fact she just kept doing like when she,
1: I laughed so hard when she grabbed back in Warlock's little pet and she's just like, No, no, stepper, I'll blow this one's brains out. And he's just like, No, no, don't need to be, be, rash. be rash. Yeah, you I just I laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is the thing, Will Poulter fit in this movie so perfectly? Like I was like pretty stoked, like that he got cast because he is a funny kid. Like I just wanted to see what happened. and Then he bulked up, and I was like, "Damn, okay, yeah, he's good to
0: go." Yeah, I saw. Um, I saw. I think, I, I think it was IGN and early review, which me and you feel a very specific way about <laughs> IGN reviews. But um, they were saying like, even though the overall movie was very good, like some of it felt stuffed or, like, the plot felt like there was too much going on. I think it handled very well. I think it was very much, like, in the same way Infinity War was a celebration of the whole MCU, like, and in the way that No Way Home was a celebration of all of Spider-Man legacy so far, um, live action, Um, I felt like this movie was very much a culmination of uh, all things Guardians. Like, storylines came in to play like uh him you know talking about him and his daughter him and his mother or not his mother sorry his wife and the fact that um you know they died at the hands of ronin um and now you know he's got new kids to take care of um nebulous torture how that kind of like was always her like mm, yeah, well i got tortured growing up and then she sees rocket like now she's like well shit maybe it's not too bad
1: yeah she literally says herself like what thanos did wasn't even this bad like and then you even get that like gamora look of like damn like if she's saying that fuck <laughs> like yeah
0: like it i thought it was very very well handled very well paced
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah I
1: a little fucked when they save all the animals the monkey jumps out of Mantis' starts attacking and starts that bawling. lady
2: yeah what the fuck was that
1: <laughs> was that mantis or was it like i thought it was like a random... no no like it it was a random that was getting attacked but mantis was carrying the monkey and it like jumped out of her hands and fucking uh, just started yeah. mauling that bitch I was, like, yeah, I was like oh shit
0: i was like rocket all over again Watch out with the late face that's
1: what i was yeah you could see the scratch marks and the blood and shit i was like damn what the fuck well that was just not even necessary
2: yeah.
1: But, uh, no, that's the thing though is there's like little tidbit things that you just catch like that in these like in any of these James Gunn movies whether it's Marvel DC whatever have you and it's just always awesome yeah. but um, yeah no I, I don't know what what would you give this movie um, out of 10
0: I want to say a fucking 10 yeah I have no issues with it
1: might have to agree with you here. Might have to get a yeah. solid ten out of ten That's perfect movie. Tier. That is, that is, I gotta after I got out of the theater, my immediate thought was I gotta look at my rankings now and figure out where this is going.
0: Yep. And now my uh me and my wife were kinda discussing where does this rank in far as far as um, MCU trilogies? Best one. You think?
1: I if we're talking strictly a trilogy like hasn't I'm, exceeded that many movies then yes the best
0: i'm still holding out it i mean honestly right now it's very neck and neck with captain america
1: it it's hard but i gotta say like if we're doing like movie to movie i don't know it's almost a clean sweep <laughs> like it's hard because it's really hard <laughs>
0: i love the first captain america film a lot um especially like that was a very formative MCU movie for me growing up. Like, I watched that a lot in mm-hmm. fucking freshman year and shit. But I like um, Winter Soldier and Civil War much more.
1: Oh, yeah. So, it, it was one of those where, like, it. I don't know. Civil War, I like Winter Soldier the most, but it just it kept building. It yeah. kept going up. There wasn't a and down.
0: Then, and then with Guardians, I really love Guardians 2. And I really love Guardians Three. Guardians One, I really like, but sometimes, like it, it it's, that often goes in the weakest of the bunch for me. Not in terms of like all of MCU, but like I would definitely I would give it like a top ten, but not top five.
1: Oh, I can understand that. I mean, there's a lot I like about it. There was just more into the, yeah, like, there were more scenes that really, like, hit home. That's the thing with three that really, like, they make you laugh, but, like, two and three really gut punch you. One, there's gut punches, but there's not enough to where you're just like, damn, this is a pretty tragic movie.
0: She said that um, the whole thing has been his story. And, you know, like I was saying, it's kind of like the first... um, three volumes of Guardians is kind of like his origin story into becoming this leader that he is now going to be um, into this role. Um, I think now going back to watch that first Guardians, knowing that this whole time, like, this is, like, his origin story, and especially, you know, seeing, like, his, his conflict in the bar with Drax and stuff like that, where he's like, I didn't ask to be made after watching this. Uh, I, I think probably this this would probably be the best trilogy. It probably will supersede.
1: Yeah, um, so you got to pull apart and get put back together.
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah, probably to supersede yeah. Captain America <laughs> just by a little bit.
1: I could add to that and say that I think it's nice with his arc through all of his appearances. Like, there is quite a bit of focus on Rocket in the first one. Like, when, you know, they're on the ship and, like, Quill's looking at him as he's walking by and, like, you can see, like, the like all like things on his back like a little metal pieces and all that so i mean it's you know you can definitely see that um they've like already kind of established that there is a focal point on him more than some of the other guardians you know groot um gamora even like there's just he's pretty much been like neck and neck with quill in terms of screen time dialogue like they're always back and forth at one another too it's like you get to see him more in control, more, like, in this form team, and then even in Infinity War, you know, you get Thor, who's just lost everything, and you get that amazing talk scene where he's, you know, time to be the captain, you know, and goes and talks to Thor, and, you know, gives that whole, you know, what else do I have to lose kind of, like, speech back to Rocket, and that's just one of my favorite moments of all of Infinity War, honestly, 100%. is that
0: hundred bond. Um, yeah, I remember what I was gonna say.
1: Um, I gotta say, like, the Cap Trilogy, and then I'm big on the Spider-Man trilogy just because obviously No Way Home oh. generational film, but Homecoming itself care. is also a terrific movie. Obviously, I love Far love From Home, Home is like a little like, I love Far From Home, but like some of like the comedy and whatnot isn't it doesn't always hit like that was like kind of the downside, which I don't know. Those are definitely my three top trilogies. I'd have to say like Iron Man, don't get me wrong. Love it. There was just a lot I wasn't too fond of in three two there was a lot of cool action some of the like dialogue wasn't like the world's best but it doesn't
0: uh, it's not it doesn't stack up the level of movies that we're getting these days
1: no if we're just doing like strictly like first movie of each trilogy you like ranking them then oh fuck it oh my god <laughs> but yeah. um you know like if it's like oh like where would you rank like the third movie of all these like Iron Man threes at the fucking bottom <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like you know i mean i No disrespect to RGJ, it's just there were some obviously terrible villain choices, whereas with James Gunn, he just don't fucking miss. Like, Ronan, uh, like, he wasn't, like, a terrific standout villain, but, you know, he's basically a pawn of Thanos, so we get this epic freaking lead-in of, damn, he's trying to, like, have someone go do the work for him, and that's what caused the, fine, I'll do it myself, you know, like, it's just this, like okay we're starting to you know get the gears turning and then guardians 2 you get ego the living fucking planet and it's just you know then you get the sovereign in the background too and it's like okay we still got this and now you got high evolutionary you know using adam warlock and everyone it's just it's come so full circle and it's just such a self-contained journey with such a vast room to work with with the you know just journeying through space going through all these portals different galaxies like very, very nice, very well done. Um, a lot of nuance to, I mean, obviously, James Gunn's terrific at directing and writing, so it's no surprise there, but yeah, I, I definitely got to say, the Guardians trilogy it's it reigns supreme now for me for sure. <laughs> yep, the only other thing is like, I just I'm excited to see where you know everyone. I mean, we already talked about Star Lord, but the new Guardians team, I'm excited to see where they pop up next if they're going to do anything. I know there was a the little cheeky tease of. Well, I guess we got to have another Christmas special. So who knows? Who knows? I would love that. That could be under wraps. Like, they're just
0: not saying much. I mean, you never know. Um, the the Christmas special was um, referenced in the end credit scene with the grandpa. I don't know if you saw in the newspaper he was reading while Star was eating the cereal that said, like, Alien invasion, Kevin Bacon tells all, or something like
1: that. I didn't even catch that. Oh, that's hey. amazing. Oh my gosh. That'd be that'd be even better if he was in Wonder Man then with freaking Kevin Bacon even popping up. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be great, but no, I, I don't know. I'm I'm just very satisfied. Um, you know, like like we talked about, we both had our enjoyment uh with Quantumania, but this is just such a great movie. This is a true phase five new wave mcu standard setting film that gives me hope that we're definitely going to start seeing that return to form and that um, consistent true quality that we've been known to get from marvel in the past yep because i don't know people like throw like all the eggs in the james Gunn basket and i love the guy but i think what he's done here just as a testament to what they're going to want to focus on doing is doing stuff that kind of follows in this kind of same kind of scope of, you know, seriousness, you know, you got the enough lighthearted to get by, but you're not selling just that, you know, you've got a quality movie here that, and you know, another thing is maybe they're going to start backing off on the creative process. Cause I know that's been kind of an issue on some movies. So mm-hmm. we'll see if this is going to be the real turning point of where a lot of people get more creative freedom. The directors really get to do what they want to do and make the project they want. Um, obviously, you know, if there's, little things of like, oh, hey, can you just like mention this or just do that little like, you know, but not like directing the whole flow of the story. So I mean, I just think this is definitely a big, big win for Marvel, uh, in my opinion. People kind of see it as a loss because he's going to DC, but I see it as he's at least setting the tone and giving them what's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume is going to be a great response all around from most of the fan base, if not all. Same.
0: Yeah, I know he's going to kill it.
1: But I don't know. So that's why I'm excited that I think Feige is definitely going to be keeping his eyes and ears open to what people are saying about this particular film. And that's definitely going to be important going forward. But movie's already tracking to make over 250 million at the global box office this weekend. So
0: let's get as much as I can. I got to go see that again.
1: Fuck Yeah, (laughs) I got to go a second time. I'm probably going to go to the drive
0: in next though.
1: That'd be sick. That'd be, I wish we had cheaper. one I wish we had one here. Oh, um, before we wrap up on Guardians, um, that's what I forgot to say. I did Google up the uh, the girl. Her name is Phyla Vell, um, or just Phyla. So Phyla Vell is like the full name, but yeah, they just call her like Phyla. So. That's
0: the character's name?
1: Yes. And then uh, her the actress's name is Kaizen. For sure. Miss Kaizen, we're sorry. We disrespected you. I was like, I, I knew I had that pulled up and I was like, shit, I'm, I'm forgetting something. But yeah, no, I, she was great. Definitely nice little introduction. So we'll see how powerful she is along with the the new, what I'm going to honestly call the leveled up Guardians crew. Because these ones just seem like they have a higher like power set and skill set in a sense. Yeah. They just still have to become a team is all. The cosmic, The
0: cosmic crew.
1: Truly, truly. I mean, this is a team that I could see even like if... You know, if Rocket wanted to like align himself, if Nova comes around, that'd be a pretty sick team up. Mm-hmm. It worked really well, um, but yeah, no uh, Guardians, go see it. Um, go see it as many times as you freaking want because this is a great movie. It's great in the theaters. Uh, That's how we get better CGI.
0: You gotta pay for it.
1: You do. Uh, you do. You know, you gotta give gotta give the Marvel boys your money. You gotta give them your bucks, but it's it's worth it because it's not just a CGI quest either this time. We got quality. It's like, I'd like to see this get some form of a nomination for something. 100%. Even if it was just, even if it's just the, like the, the soundtrack, you know, like for music, like something, but I don't know. We'll see. But either way, Marvel, good job. James Gunn, Bravo, sir. Everybody involved. So happy with this product. Thank you. Well, that does bring us to yet another end of an episode of the Chronic Thoughts podcast. We talked about quite a bit of details on Guardians 3. Uh, Hope you all enjoyed. Hope we can hear back, maybe get some feedback. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, we'll always be open to responding to any inquiries, any feedback you guys have on the products or any questions. But um, either way, look forward to seeing you again on the next one. As always, I'm your host, Jake, aka The Daily Schwab.
0: I'm Angelo, aka your friendly neighborhood nerd.